Hello, hello, this is Courtney. How are you guys? Um, I believe that I'm live. Let me know, uh, drop me a comment. Let me know if you are on watching live. I'd love to give you a shout out. So for those of you guys who don't know me, my name is Courtney Hackman and um, I am here to talk about the top five tips for, um, you know, having your funnel convert and really getting it to the place where it's even much more optimized. I want to make sure that I'm live. I hope that I am live. Oh good, I see some eyes. Okay, cool. Um, and what I see as some of the pitfalls that happen inside a funnel that really kind of potentially inhibit the sale. So this is going to help you guys to, you know, get more leads inside of your business, get more sales inside of your business, and happy to share these five um, tips with you. So as you guys hop in, definitely drop me a comment. Let me know if you are watching me live. I'd uh, love to give you a shout out. So I'm going to start with my first tip. Hey, Marge, how are you? Thanks for hopping on. Glad to know that I am live. Awesome. Okay, so my first tip. Hey, Marilyn, how are you? Thank you guys for all hopping on. Um, Okay, so number one is you want to have a very specific headline. I'm going to specifically start with talking about the capture page um, because I just, I think that that's, obvi that's obviously the place where, you know, the lead is going from your Facebook ad. And really, it's important to capture that person's attention, like really get their attention because that is going to help the opt-in. That's going to help your conversion rate, obviously. So you start with, you want to have a really specific headline. That's the first thing. So you want to think about, and obviously the format is blank without blank, so doing something that somebody really wants to do without doing something that they really don't want to do. Um, you want to give a clear benefit to people. That is super important for them to, you know, see that they can go through the same process, see that they can have the same results as you, because that's really what they're doing. And the capture page and this and again it starts with the headline so really determining like they're making a decision about if they really want to hey terry how are you if they really want to give personal information to you aka an email address which is absolutely personal information by the way if they want to give that to you in exchange for the information that's you know that's in the that's on the thank you page right so they're making a decision about whether or not they really want to do that. And it's your job to make that capture page as compelling as possible. So obviously, I would use the blank without blank format. I think that's super important. And it's also a pretty simple format that a lot of people can use and use really effectively. So that's super important. But I want you to think about a result that you've had. So if you've had X number of leads in you know, a certain time frame, or you know you're you're saying or you get a certain number of leads a day all of those things are really compelling and being specific and having the specificity i think is really important and it also goes to the point of you know when something's too general people can't sort of grasp it they can't get their head around what it is necessarily so i think it's important to really to have that piece of it so if you have a specific result I want you to take some time just to think about that. Um, if you have a specific result, how you can utilize that within your headline to make it more compelling for your audience, make it compelling for your prospects. So, hey Julia, how are you? So that's tip number one. Tip number two, this is super important and I know a lot of you guys do this on your Facebook ads, but think about it too on your capture pages or um, 
you know, wherever you're taking that person. So you want to pick a good image on the actual capture page. So I prefer an image where you, you're actually branding yourself, so it's an image of you, but here's really what's really important, and I think sometimes people miss some of the details of a capture page and a funnel in general, which is the details, the colors, things like that are pretty important. Um, and I don't know that that gets enough attention. So I want you to think about, you know, how visual, how people are like stimulated visually. So if something looks good, if something looks interesting, the chances of having a higher conversion rate are going to be better. So if you have a bright image, if you have a lifestyle image, something along those lines where you're smiling, you look happy, you know, the colors are bright in the image, that will probably go a long way in terms of something you're actually, you know, the image you're putting on the capture page and what people what people see when um, when they get to your page. So super, super critical. Um, I have personal experience with that. Um, I had an image of myself and my daughter on vacation and we were both wearing sunglasses and everything was bright. There was a bright umbrella behind me. My capture page for cold traffic at that point got up to 69%, which is amazing. And that, and I attribute a lot of that to the image. So really critical that, um, you know, you have that in place. If you don't have a picture, you know, find something, find something that's really bright or find something where you're on vacation or something like that, where it like evokes an emotion for your prospect of being super happy and, you know, feeling like they can have the same results as you can um, and really evoking that emotion for them. And that's really critical um, on, you know, on the capture page and when they're seeing things visually. Um, you know, I would make sure that the the image is congruent with with the copy from your Facebook ad. So you want to think about that, too. So, you know, lifestyle, really important. If you're, you know, if your ad is a lot about lifestyle, really crucial that, you know, you have a similar image that's congruent. Um, okay, so now I'm going to talk a little bit about the thank you page. So my my third tip is that the magic really happens on the thank you page, right? So if somebody is opting in, they have made a, like, you can make a determination that the, the capture page is working, right? I mean, maybe it could be optimized a little bit more, but if leads are opting in, your problem is not on the capture page. So it's just not because that lead has decided that they want to give you information and they're going to, going to give you their information and they're going to do that. So, and they really want to continue on the process with you. So that's pretty important. Um, Again, so tip number three, the magic happens on the thank you page. So here's what I see, and I kind of want to talk about some uh, pitfalls of this. And I've seen it a lot um, in Fast Track. I've seen it in at some workshops, actually, too. And here's what, here's what kind of sometimes happens. There maybe things are, you know, there's, there might be too much copy on a thank you page. So you don't want to do anything to potentially confuse a prospect or distract them from what's really happening and what's going on, which is you want them to watch the video and you want them to click on the button to see the sales letter for the offer. Those are the two things that like, those are the goals on the thank you page. And what you're trying to do is the thank you page is not a place for selling either. It's a place where, you know, you're really selling the next step of the process to those people. So you're selling the click, you're selling them watching the video, you're selling them clicking on the button really, really important. 
a lot of times what I see is, so, and this is, again, where the magic happens on the thank you page, but I see a lot of people that either write too much copy, um, so it gets confusing for people. That's the one pitfall I see. I see a lot of different fonts and different um, size fonts, different colors, things like that. Um, I would steer clear of that. So I would be really uh, consistent on a thank you page. I would have one line of copy at the top, right, um, right above the thank you video, and which is basically a benefit, you know, giving them the option to click the video and really selling the click on that video so they watch it. Really, really important. And then, um, you know, to have one or two lines of copy below the video. Um, and also, you know, at the top, let them know what they're going to be getting because they are opting in for a free lead magnet. They get that free information. So you want them to know that, you know, they're getting their information in their inbox pretty quickly. But you just want to steer them towards the thank you video and then towards the button. And I see, I see this a lot, and a lot of people don't even consider sometimes the details of too many colors, too much going on. Um, so just think about that when you, you know, pick, pick one color, pick something that's uniform um, so that people aren't kind of looking around for other things and they're not distracted by what you want them to do and what you want them to take action on. So that's super important. Um, you want the copy, again, to be short, to be succinct, to have a clear benefit for them. Really, really important. Um, and then, yeah, to have them watch that video. So here is my fourth tip. The, the entire page, when they, when they actually arrive on the thank you page, the entire page should be above the fold and the button should be above the fold. And here's what I mean by that. That prospect, once they opt in, once they give you their email address, and they literally, the thank, you, the thank you page pops up on their screen, they should not have to scroll anywhere. They should not have to scroll to see the button. Um, actually, having them have to scroll will essentially lower your conversions, right? So once they arrive on that thank you page, it has to be staring at them in its entirety, if that makes sense. So, you know, they want to watch the video, and then they need to see that button without scrolling, uh, that's super critical. And then here's the last part I'm going to talk about. And um, my, my fifth tip is the thank you video itself. So a lot of times there's ways to really diagnose what's happening um, with your entire funnel. So let's say you're getting leads from your ad and you know that that's working. And then people are opting in. So you can determine that it's the problem isn't on the capture page, but maybe you're not getting the sale. So you can make the assumption, and here's the really cool part too, thank you pages are very simple. Um, so think about where on a thank you page there might be some issues if you're not, if you're not getting the sale. Um, now, where is the place where people get to, where they get to know you, where they see what you're like and um, see what your mannerisms are, see if they trust you, all of those things. Um, the one place that that happens is in the thank you video. It just, that's where it is. So if you can probably diagnose that if you're having, if you're getting leads, but you're having a hard time making sales, your problem is probably um, somewhere or your challenge is probably somewhere in the thank you video. Okay, so I want to talk about this too, and this is important, and there, I know that there's a thank you video script um, in floating around out there, um, and it's very helpful, but I want you guys to look at it as a guideline because here's what's happening. 
And I, I see this a lot. I see, first I'll talk about the pitfalls. So I see sometimes where things are just too, the, the video itself is too long. So if you have anything, you know, significantly over two minutes, I would consider potentially revising. If it's now, if it's working for you, don't touch it. But um, if it's something where, you know, you're still having challenges with the sale, I would think about that thank you video and how you can make it a little more succinct, make it a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, I would say a minute and a half to two minutes is max. So I see that people have thank you videos that are that are way too long or they try to give too much information you know, or they're trying to actually sell people in the thank you video, which is not is not the purpose of the video at all. So you want to think about the thank you video as your introduction to your prospect. So think about when you meet somebody and, you know, what are you doing? And you're kind of making a decision about who that person is within like five seconds, maybe even less than five seconds, right? So in order for somebody to to buy from you, to want to do business with you, to um, have you help them, you know, find a solution, they have to like you. They have to trust you. You have to build rapport with that person. So I think that there's a couple ways to do this really effectively. So I want to kind of talk about this. And this is what I do in my own thank you video. First of all, I have an interesting backdrop. Now, I do that so that the prospect has something interesting to look at, but it, so it's not so distracting for them, too. So think about a place where you might shoot a video where um you know, it's the background is a little bit interesting, so maybe it keeps somebody's attention for a little bit longer. Um, and then, you know, the rapport piece, which is the biggest piece of this. You want to be smiling. You want to be happy. You want to sound friendly. You want to, you know, obviously be yourself, be authentic. That's really important, obviously. But that person, again, is making a decision about who you are. They're making a snap judgment. And whether that's fair or not fair, like that is what is happening. Um yeah, so you really want to have you want to be in a place where, you know, you're happy, you're smiley, you are. Um, here's the big thing, too. Like I spend probably five to ten seconds sort of empathizing with them. So I first tell them about myself. Like I say, like I'm tar I target mom. So I say I'm a mom of three. And like I I want that person to feel like they're exactly like I am. Um, and I do that purposely because I want them to feel like like they're seeing me on video and they know that, you know, I found a solution to my problem so they can do the same thing. Like they're making that leap in their head. They're saying, oh, wow, this person's a mom. She has three kids. Um, she did it. So maybe I can, too. Um, and they're making all of these judgments in their head uh, as they're watching me. And that can, again, be in the first five seconds. So do that really. I, I, that's really important to me. So the empathy piece is huge. And then let's see. Um, and then I, Hey Courtney, how are you? Thanks for hopping on. Um, that's a really important, um, point too. And then the last part is the call to action where I literally just, I always do this in my video. Um, really important that you know that, um, sorry, my phone ringing in the background. I apologize. Um, really important that that person knows that they need to click on that button and that is going to be a solution for them and that's going to be an answer for them. So I hope guys this, this was super helpful. Um, thank you so much for hopping on. Um, but yeah, I hope that the five tips were super helpful and um, 
I will talk to you guys soon. Have an awesome weekend. Bye.